Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We'll talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to the first Wake Before the Day podcast in the studio for 2022. You've had a couple podcasts with us, and so we hope you had a fantastic Christmas and a New Year celebrating uh, the birth of Jesus and uh, hopefully family and friends. We know a lot of people are battling the bug right now. Hopefully you're staying healthy. Um, But I guess we should say we have a little announcement of our our, our own. (laughs) As we celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, we will celebrate the birth of baby Corver in February. Yes, K-5. K-5. It's one of those things where, I don't know if we've actually vocalized it into the microphone or said it to the camera, but like if you've seen me at church, like Christmas cookies, (laughs) I maintain my sugar cookie. (laughs) (laughs) My New Year's resolution's already gone. Your resolution's gone down the tube. (laughs) chocolate covered pretzels sure got her. I know we did finish those off, but my favorite. Anyway, we have a, the last of our eggnog. So yes, so we'll be together doing the podcast until we can, and then I'm due in February at the end of February. Yeah. and so um, we're I, taking K names. We don't know who this little person is. Yeah, so we our don't kids know. get gender. A, think of creative, yeah. fun names. So if you have any fun K names, mm-hmm. C names. Get pretty edgy with some Q names. I don't know. No promises, but I'll take them into consideration. Or so that's a new Chemical thing. Corver. That was one we got a while that back. That was for like a cousin. A yeah. cousin, yeah. They brought it up again the other day. Oh, dear. So yeah. So we're growing in size and growing in excitement in our house. We're growing this church one way or another. <laughs> <And> promise. <laughs> that too. Um, at, when Bobby is yeah. kind of out with the baby... I will be having different guests join us on the podcast. And so you will see new faces and hear new voices. <laughs> like and our kids. Are they going to be in the I'll chair? I'll have lots of fun with them with unexpected questions when they're, the camera's rolling. Okay, fun. We'll have fun. Oh, I lost my, my, my Bible. That will be fun. My phone. So just to keep you guys in the loop, we're like, oh, we should talk about that on the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Talked about it. Check. Done. Got it. Now we're in <laughs> John 10. This is January 10th. We're going to read John 10. Yes. Um, this is one of the chapters that Jesus talks about the I am statements. Mm-hmm, John mm-hmm. 6, John 8, I'm the bread of life, I'm the light of the world. Here you get two of them. He says, I am the door and I am the good shepherd in this chapter. Gate. I'm the gate. Door. It. I mean, does your does your say door? I don't know. I have to go back and look. I threw I you know. off. <laughs> Door gate. What? Okay, great. Yeah. Thing that opens, you go through it. One of those. That's mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, but as you talk about <laughs> Jesus being a good shepherd, you mentioned how that does like really tug the strings of your heart. It does. It brings you back to the old farm. It does. And a picture of someone with their animals or their pets. You wanna- yeah. What, what, why is this chapter special Well, I'm so to grateful you? That, Jesus, that he uses all these pictures because he, like some, they're, because they're all accurate, but some might resonate more or less for different reasons. And mm-hmm. the, the image of a shepherd I know would like directly correlate with so many um, folks from the Old Testament, and even really the folks of that time, just because of their region. Yeah. But for me, in my heart, it really does resonate with me. I grew up a couple miles outside of town. My folks still live there. And we didn't raise animals per se, like we weren't shepherding out, but we did have just like farm animals that we got to take care of. And, and it's still... 
it's still just one of those things you can hear in the back of your head and you can smell like the oats and the hay and that kind of stuff. And so when Jesus is saying, you know, poop. I'm, I'm the good shepherd and he's specifically talking about how the sheep know him and they know his voice and they listen. That's something that I just, I totally understand because of owning and having and raising and loving pets. And it's one of those things that when, you know, my grandpa, I can think of my mom's dad, when he, like his horses would only respond like to him. Like they, we would come mm. out with oats and carrots, you know, and they would, and they would be cordial with us, but like their, their keeper, their master was my grandpa. And it's the same thing, just watching my mom take care of pets. And then now even we joke about it, but we have, well, we have a fish uh, and that's a, Kirby's pet. A beta fish <laughs> named Alpha. Because we we speak to Alpha and we speak his true nature to him. Not he's not a beta. He's an alpha. He's an alpha, and he'll <laughs> so. eat any other fish that's put in there. So he is the alpha. And then we also have our beloved Winnie, named after Winnie the Pooh, Saint Winifred, our golden retriever. We've had her for seven years, but it's so funny, you guys, because we have people walk by our gate, walk by our windows, and Winnie <laughs> will just. We do have this, this low, like this grovelly. That she can, she can like smell them and or hear before we can. Totally. And so we see her trot through the backyard and go lay right by the back gate and just, just sit wait. there and wait. <laughs> and it's right when the people get right by the door, she goes nuts, and you hear all kinds of. <laughs> Bad words, Other dogs. yells, screaming, barking, and she just wags her tail and lets them have it. And <laughs> she thinks it's just terrific. Pretty entertaining. And <laughs> But what's interesting is that somehow she knows yeah. when we're coming. Like, I could be coming from Grandma's house, which is, let's say, I don't know, 30 yards away or right. something. And she could hear the jingle of the keys, but she, she never barks. Mm -hmm. And she, she somehow knows yeah. with the smell or the 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 cadence of our walk maybe yeah. i don't know she just knows it's us and what's so significant about those relation like that relationship is that that's that's cultivated and that's formed over time mm -hmm. that's just spending time together that's becoming so familiar with your shepherd with you, the shepherd unto his sheep and us yeah. with winnie that you just know and then another what stuck out too is um, as Jesus, I mean, it's all over the, the beginning of this chapter too, is, is not just the concept of the familiarity and the relationship, but obedience. Mm -hmm. They listen and they follow. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, I just love the picture of, of that relationship, how, you know, Psalm 23 talks about, um, the good shepherd also, and how there's, there's elements of the relationship that we might not understand, like the rod and the staff, but how, how those are good parts of the relationship. And, and we trust and we follow, we listen and we obey. Yeah. And anyway, just love that picture here in John 10. Mm -hmm. What are you, you have something Yeah, for me, I guess yeah. right away, it, it caught my attention. Verse one, it begins by saying, very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. Mm. Um, but the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. I guess what mm. caught my attention was the image of people jumping the fence, which he impacts even more later on and trying to get in, but getting in an illegitimate way. Yeah. And so what came to my mind was wanting the things of God without um, going about it the right way and pursuing God himself, wanting peace, mm -hmm. wanting comfort, wanting joy, maybe even wanting like eternity, but 
thinking, I can go about this a different way. I'm going to cut a corner. I'm going to jump the back fence. I'm going to do life my way. And then the last second, I'm going to get in as opposed mm. to coming through the way that God designed you to come through, which is through Jesus yeah. himself mm-hmm. in a relationship with him and then experiencing all that God has to offer there. Um, I jumped ahead to verse nine when Jesus says, I am the gate and whoever enters through me will be saved. Mm-hmm. They'll go in and come out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And again, mm-hmm. that's God's heart. God wants us to have life and have life to the full. Yeah. All the good things. Hmm. So I celebrate that and just wondering like, all right, God, help me to be aware of when I am wanting things that only you can give, but I'm trying to get them in unhelpful ways. Yeah. So like just yesterday I preached um, and we talked about how oftentimes sin is trying to fill a legitimate need in an illegitimate way. Hmm. I think that ties in here too. People jump in the gate trying to get in. Yeah, totally. But then Jesus kind of lays it down in verses 17 and 18. He talks about his authority yeah. as the good shepherd and like the strength he has. Hmm. You want to read 17 and 18 for us? Sure. This is the NIV. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. Hmm. This command I received from my father. Good. Hmm. I see you brought the small Bible. That's good. <laughs> I couldn't buy I'm such a what, Bobby? The camera's rolling. We're such a turkey. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm seeing Matt. You just have to comment on it. No, we, whatever, dude. <laughs> we do have a few by one of which is easier to travel with to the studio. And I took one. It's your workout for the day. Hold on that thing over here. Um, but what I appreciate about this again is also the reminder that Jesus is not a um, helpless victim where mm-hmm. he is thinking, poor me, I'm getting yeah. hung up on a cross by a bunch of meanie Roman soldiers. He chose it. Like yep. He actually decided that this was the best plan. He came because he wanted it, hmm. and ultimately he wanted wanted a relationship with you. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll add is verses 39 through 42 is really, in my mind, a picture of John connecting back to the glory Jesus had before creation, before he made us, just yeah. that he has within himself between him the father and the spirit Hmm. verses 39. um, Do you want me to read it? This part actually stuck out to me. Oh no, I'm sorry. (laughs) This is not what I, yeah, you actually, this is yours. This is is. not my section. I know, but you were doing a good job coming up with something. "Mm, Make some up real quick here. You guys, the last tidbit here, the end of the chapter stuck out to me Yes, because it's Jesus. So Jesus goes back to the Jordan and he's bombarded by people and it's just i just love the end i'm gonna read it to you again they try to seize him but he escaped their grasp verse 40 then jesus went back across the jordan to the place where john had been baptizing in the early days here he stayed and many people came to him and they said though john john not Jesus, never performed a miraculous sign all that john said about this man about jesus christ was true and in that place many people believed in jesus and i just think of john's faithfulness and about what john did and john you know he's kind of this outlandish guy he's wearing camel skin he's eating honey and locusts um but what he said about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was the truth. It was exactly spot on. And because of that, 
people came to know God. And mm-hmm. I just was encouraged in that. <laughs> and, and, and they believed, many people believed, not necessarily because of the miraculous signs, but because of the truth that he spoke. And so I was just encouraged in that at the very end, a little tidbit. I'm like, oh, I, I don't know if I've spent time actually considering these verses, but I was encouraged in them. Just speak truth, like wherever you're at in your life. And it's so curious that, that Jesus goes back to the Jordan. He kind of brings it full circle, full circle. here. Yeah. And and people and people believe because of what John had said, you know, years before this. And so was just encouraged in that. Clark was encouraged too. <laughs> in chapter ten also. I was but. I was the most encouraged. So encouraged. Oh you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us and spending some time here Monday looking at the scriptures. It's John ten on January ten. And uh, we hope that you have a fantastic start to your week. God bless you. Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.